0: This is Joy Wolland and you're listening to episode 23 of the It's Possible podcast. Overcome imposter syndrome to make more money with is with Eliza Becker.
1: Welcome to the It's Possible podcast. This is a podcast that sparks the transformation of your money mindset, empowering you to pave the way for financial success and wealth creation. This is where we study what the wealthiest and most successful people do. Not only do we study these successful people, we implement what we learn so that we create the life we want and deserve. Hi there, my name is Joy Roland, your host. I created wealth from changing my money mindset. Yes, it's possible for you too, so pour yourself a cup of coffee or tea, this is going to be fun. Hello everybody, welcome to
0: episode number 23 of the It's Possible podcast. Oh gosh, today is the 28th of December, so officially Christmas is behind us. I hope you had a fun time with your family. I had so much fun with my family. I had friends around. I had lots of food, as always. (laughs) Lots of um, butter, cookies, lots of turkey, lots of chicken. Trust me, I need to just go out and do some exercise to burn off those extra calories. Um, but I have no regrets. I had so much fun. Okay. So my special guest today on the show is Eliza Becker. Lisa, for short, is a visibility coach and a business mentor for driven entrepreneurs and creatives. Since starting her business five years ago, she's been supporting our clients and community to take the leap to start or expand their careers. She has an amazing story. She has amazing wisdom to share with us. Her mission is to empower women like you and me to step into their brilliance, clean their space and amplify your voices. I'm so excited for my conversation with Lisa t- today. So let's get into the conversation. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the It's Possible podcast. I am super excited today. And if you are watching on YouTube, you can see me green from one end of my cheek to the other. And the reason I'm so excited is because we have a special guest. Her name is Lisa Becker. Lisa is a visibility coach. And today she's going to talk to us all about imposter syndrome, how to overcome imposter syndrome so that you can make more money with it. Who doesn't want to make more money? That's what this podcast is about. I'm so excited. So welcome to the show, Lisa. Hi, Joy. Thank you so much for having me. Amazing. Um. So, Lisa, why don't you start by introducing yourself to the audience and tell, telling us what you do?
2: Yeah, I would love to. So, I am a visibility coach and business mentor for women. I have a master's in psychology. I also have like a professional background in theater and I really bring everything to my clients to help them basically take up space in the world and share their expertise and their knowledge and their voice and getting paid for doing this right and getting well paid for doing this um and i only work with clients on a one on one basis because and we'll dive into this um yes i talk to my clients about you know content strategy and their sales funnel and all of those strategic pieces, but especially especially we are talking about all things mindset and their psychology and their limiting beliefs holding them back and the stories they're telling themselves and imposter syndrome, because this is such a huge part of creating the success and creating the
0: impact and the income that you want to have. I love it, I love it. Like when you say take up space, um many women, including myself, in the past, we kind of are taught by society to hide, right? So I yeah. love that you said take up space, like just taking up space and being yourself. I love it. So how do you help women, especially around imposter syndrome? I asked this for from the point of view of myself as well. So before I started doing my business full-time, I had imposter syndrome because I was so very mindful of my limiting beliefs. The Mm -hmm. beliefs around the color of my skin, that was a very big Mm -hmm. one for me. Mm -hmm. Being a black girl from Africa in London, trying to find my way. And then the other uh, limiting beliefs I had was my accent. I have an accent and I'm like, Even now, most of my clients are white and, you know, that limiting beliefs of, oh my God, my accent, I speak so differently, you know? So all of those things can hold somebody back and actually contribute to hiding, right? So instead of going live on Instagram or Facebook, you just hide, right? So I want you to speak to that. How do you help women overcome imposter syndrome?
2: it's so true what you're saying like it's the what I and this is like a little bit of a tangent but (laughs) so many people especially when they come you know to found their own business they're so often just looking for the strategy the action steps that they need to take right the like specific especially in online business you know a specific way to edit their reel and then it will go viral and whatnot but really what you talked about like for whatever reasons and we all have different reasons why we have imposter syndrome self-doubt limiting beliefs why we think we can take up more space but if you're not addressing that all of the Strategy mm-hmm. all of the action steps will not yield the results because you always kind of like push back what it is that you want because there's always this I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not good enough, right? Mm-hmm. And so, how <laughs> it's a big question, right? Like, how I have my clients overcome imposter syndrome is really through reprogramming our minds and that is a process that takes that takes some time right like you said like society has conditioned especially women to be humble and be nice and you know not take up space not be loud not be bold not be um like not saying uncomfortable things right Mm. and so if you are whatever age you know you are i'm 38 so for 38 years i have been trained by society to be that way and so my brain is shaped in a way where it's easier to not take up space right to doubt my abilities to doubt myself to doubt if i can create the success and and the wealth that i desire and so it is through really consistent mindset practices that you get to change those thoughts. Um Mm -hmm. and really imposter syndrome, it's I oftentimes actually don't like the phrase imposter syndrome because it it is a big deal, but you know it kind of like it's not a mental illness, you know what I mean? So um I always like to say, hey, it's imposter thoughts, right? It's like thoughts that are not really helping you. So how can we stop those thoughts and replace those thoughts of being an imposter, being a fraud, you know, having self-doubt, replace those thoughts by thoughts that are actually helpful and are actually, you know, getting you to where you want to go. And this is kind of like the the
0: process. Yes, I absolutely love that. And just to go the point you just made um my coach my personal coach she said there's nothing like imposter syndrome and she said what people call imposter syndrome is our brain just trying to figure out something new for the first time so when you haven't done something for the first time and you are attempting to do it your brain is going to freak out right So to most people, imposter syndrome is your brain trying to learn something new. So you're not being a fraud. You're just learning something new. And I think giving yourself that grace to say, it's okay if I fail on the road to success. It's okay if I make mistakes in the process of learning. And it just makes me remember a baby who is learning to walk, right? See how many times the baby will try, stand up and fall, but he never gives up. And he keeps standing up and trying and trying and trying until one day he starts to work. So thank you so much for what you just said. Um, And then my next question will be typically, how long in your experience do you see that it takes for women to start making progress? Um, I know th- it might be different for, it's obviously different for different people, but how long will, will it take for someone to work on their mindset and start seeing results, especially as it relates to building wealth? Mm-hmm. Well,
2: it really is a very unique journey for everyone, I would say, because it really depends on, you know, if you had trauma in the past, Right how the money mindset of your parents was. And, you know, if they maybe um, gave you some really helpful beliefs too, right? And there are maybe just like some beliefs to work through. So it really mm-hmm. depends on the person and what their own baggage is that they bring to the work that we do together. But like I would say, and then the other thing too, <laughs> that sometimes can feel really hard is, I think mindset is where our personal evolution is never something that is done, right? It's never, I'm done now, my mind is perfect. Like, you know, I never oh. need to do mindset work again. It's like a con- like constant process, right? But yes. like, I think after a couple of, of weeks, after a couple of months, like you should at least like, feel a difference within you know how you speak to yourself how you mm. um how you take action if you're a business owner or even if you are you know working in a company like how you interact with your boss and your coworkers, workers like you should feel some sort of difference if you're doing consistent mindset work and if you're not feeling a difference then I would say to shift the mindset work that you're doing
0: oh that's fantastic so then um, in your experience, Lisa, um, based on your work, how do you, what's your process? What's your system? Do you have um, uh, a system where you walk people through um, or a protocol? Um, how do you help women to transform their mindset so that they overcome imposter syndrome and start making money with ease? Yeah,
2: so I have, um especially when it comes to their mindset, because again, we also, with my clients, I also yeah, talk to them about their content strategy and their business strategy in general, but just when it comes to their mindset, mm. I feel like there are four areas that I always want to kind of like hit with the client. One is creating those new thoughts. So using affirmations, um, having a really consistent affirmation practice, because like you said, those imposter thoughts happen when there's change. When I, you know, I am not yet a six-figure business owner and I want to become a six-figure business owner, right? And that means I want to grow to a place, like I basically want to become kind of like a different person, right? And so because my identity isn't there yet, I need to reinforce this identity if I want to take action in alignment with this new identity. So this is where affirmations really consistently play a huge role. So affirming to yourself, I am on my way to becoming a six-figure earner. I am on my way to, you know, to get the next, um, go to the next position in my company or, you know." I'm on my way to start this new business. I'm on my way to build this empire. Um, I am made for this. Like whatever resonates with you and feels good to you. But affirming to yourself, like this next level that you want to call in is a big one. And then the second piece is shifting your focus. And this is a big, depending on the client, but this can be a really big thing that we are working on shifting your focus to look for the evidence of those affirmations being true instead of what we usually do, look for evidence that, oh my God, I can't do it. Oh, you know, I'm not good enough, etc. Right. And so to really retrain your brain, to look for the smallest pieces of evidence, like, oh yeah, you know, oh, this client, you know, made me a compliment after our call that the call was really great. Okay. This is evidence that I'm a great business owner, right? Or, oh my God, I made my first sale. Yes, this is evidence, right? And really taking in and like shifting your focus. The third piece is, (laughs) a lot of people don't do this, and this is so important, is addressing fears. And this is really depending like on the person and what they are afraid of, but addressing the fears that come up for you when you think about this next level that you want to be at, right? If you want to get a promotion at your job, like what are your fears that are attached to this promotion? Um, What are you afraid will happen when you get this promotion, right? Or for a business owner, like if you want to have this six-figure business, like what are you afraid will happen when you do have it? And really sitting with those fears and getting comfortable with them so they are not holding you back from actually going after what you want and then the fourth piece is again like you said it is change and change our bodies our brain really they don't want change because change is potentially unsafe right? <laughs> and so a big piece is to regulate your nervous system and to it kind of depends, but most of the time, down-regulate your nervous system so that you feel safe even within the change that you are creating. Those are the four pieces, like doing affirmations, looking for evidence, addressing the fears coming up, and then regulating your nervous system. Oh, wait, I think you are. I think you're muted.
0: (laughs) Sorry, Sorry. there's some some construction work going on in my basement and I can hear them downstairs and I didn't want the the noise to come through in the podcast. (laughs) So I was muting myself and then I was talking and then you weren't hearing me. Sorry. Yeah, so I was saying that this is absolutely profound what you just shared. And I love how you started with creating Affirmations, because like you said, it's assuming a new identity. So, for Mm -hmm. example, my name is Joy Roland. And let's say I am at Joy Roland level, I'm earning, let's say, $500,000 per year. And I want to go to $1.5 million per year. So, I'm just looking at it like I'm currently Joy Roland. I want to be Joy Roland plus. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like I have to become joyful and plus in my mind so that my mindset begins to be in alignment with the person I want to be, my future self. So I like how you said it's assuming a new identity. So then at the beginning, you mentioned taking up space and mm-hmm. getting well paid for doing this. I just want to back up a bit because I think this is one area that many women struggle with, um, receiving money, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Being um, in the space where you accept that your work is valuable enough to get well paid. So can you speak to how you help women to start getting well paid for the work they do? Yeah. The
2: biggest piece for me is to acknowledge the gifts that you have. Because once you know that the unique gifts that you have are valuable and worthy of massive compensation, Mm. You will go like you will take up more space. Like you can, you know, you you can help yourself if you're like, oh my god, I am amazing at this. Like obviously, I'm even sitting up straight when I say this, right? Because it's 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 like, different yeah, energy.
0: Audience, yeah. like if you are not watching on YouTube, just go on YouTube and see how her face just lit up when she started talking about this getting well paid for what you do. Yeah. And the
2: thing that I see so often, um, I used to do public speaking seminars for women in person. And what Mm. I see so often is that we have a certain image in mind of a successful person, of a great speaker, of, you know, somebody that we want to emulate. And oh, I would like to be like him or like her and have the Mm. same, I don't know boldness or be as colorful as as them or as professional as you know whatever it is instead of looking within and looking at what are my unique gifts like I don't need to I don't need to try to be like anybody else out there I need Mm -hmm. to be the biggest and boldest representation of who I am and you know for some people it is being quiet being a great listener being very empathetic um Mm -hmm. being a sensible soul and that is the gift that they bring to the world and that's Mm -hmm. immense like valuable right especially if you're you know a coach and like helping positions and for other people it's being bubbly and being colorful and and you know like whatever it is there is no right or wrong and once especially women because we still like live in a world of men where we try to be you know it's this vision of if I want to be successful I need to like basically emulate male behavior in some way but when I can really own my own gifts that I have then for me everything changes. Yes.
0: Oh wow I love that I love that Lisa and Another thing I wanted to point out in what you said about your process, you mentioned finding evidence and Mm -hmm. that is absolutely critical, especially for our brains. I remember when I started my coaching business and like I told you, I had limiting beliefs around my accent and I had to tell my brain to find evidence to Support my goals, and then I found a coach from South Africa whose accent is 100 times thicker than mine, and she's earning multiple seven figures per year. Can you believe that? Amazing. And she's based in London, Amazing. so so I'm like, so my brain was like wow, you have no excuse. And then around the color of my skin, I asked my Mm -hmm. brain to look for evidence of successful black women. And Oprah came up in my brain. I'm like, look at that. Oprah is black and she's hugely successful. So I absolutely love when you said on your process, step number two is shifting your focus and looking for evidence of the affirmation. I absolutely love that, so thank you so much, Karen um Lisa, sorry, so another question I have is, what do you see as the biggest um mindset block, especially for women that come through your practice? Mm. <sighs>
2: I would say the the biggest mindset block that I see is something around those lines of am I allowed to charge for this? Right? Like will people pay me? And it's oh like mo- most of them than not, it's around like an enoughness piece, which comes back to what we are talking about, right? Like, do I really have the skills to support you know my clients to offer this transformation that I'm speaking about right to really offer a fantastic service and you know all of that is always coming from a very heart-centered genuine place that so many women have who are you know wanting to go into business nowadays like I really want to serve I really want to do a great job and then you know those questions come up of, oh my god can I can I really do this? Like, am I really good at this? You know, will people pay me? Is what I'm doing good enough so that people see the value, so that people, you know, get something out of working with me? And that is, for what I see, like one of the biggest pieces that especially the people that I work with are are struggling with, or the women, I only work with women. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh my God, like this is such valuable work you do how did you how did you stumble on this i ask this because many people are in businesses and jobs where they struggle but just hearing you speak about this i can see your passion and you're definitely doing what you love how did you stumble on this niche of helping women
2: well it has been a long time coming (laughs) so um like I said, I have a master's in psychology. So I was always interested in seeing how our minds work and you know, human behaviors and how we can create the change that we want to see. And my actually my um, master thesis, I wrote my master thesis around stereotype threat um, and how women are, because of the stereotypes that exist, um are showing lesser performance and it was like on tests in math. Um, and yeah, it just always fascinated me how not because women are are less intelligent or less good at math, but just because the stereotype exists that women aren't good in math, their um their test scores are lesser than men test scores, right? And then yeah. if we think about that, that obviously creates a ripple effect later on in their lives yes. so um, that that is what i did and then first i went into research actually because i was just fascinated by research um, and then um, after a couple of years of research i started to do in a company i started to do trainings for like leaders in company in a company like with um, communication workshops and stress management workshops and i really loved this work of you know, working with people and at the time it was more like group of people and helping leaders be, you know, better, managing their their team better and all of that. And while I was doing that, I was also doing those workshops with women that I talked about helping women, you know, with their public speaking skills and all of that. And that was really, I loved that. But I also noticed I still want something else. Like there was this mm-hmm. voice like, ah, that's not it, you know. Um, And also, it was so interesting because the company where I worked was very highly male-dominated. So (laughs) the leaders I worked with were almost always men. But the workshops I did outside of the company were all women. And I could see the difference in the way that they were thinking. Um, So the men, for example, in my workshops would say, oh, I would never tell my boss what my weaknesses are, like, why would I do that, right, and then in the women-only workshops, they were saying to me, I can't tell my boss what my strengths are, like, I can brag about myself like that, that, you know, I, like, that doesn't feel good, I was like, oh my god, that's not good, (laughs) wow, yeah, and so this is where, you know, this, this desire of supporting women to really step mm. into their greatness, just grew more and more and more. And then I did this when I was back in Germany, and my boyfriend is French. And so at one point, we were deciding, okay, we are moving to the south of France, where his family lives. And at this point, I was, you know, working for a couple of years in in, in this company that I talked about. And I was thinking, well, I want to start my own business. So now, when we're moving to the south of France, I could look for a job there, or I could just take this, and I have to, you know, quit my the company in Germany anyway. And I didn't like took the lead and was like, hey, let's let's just go for it.
0: Oh wow, that's so inspiring! I'm just hearing you talk about the disparity between what women are willing to do in the workplace compared to what men are willing to do. I can so relate to that because I came across some research that said a man would see a job opportunity, read the job description, and if he can do 40% of what the job is asking, he's going to apply. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have 95% of the skill Mm -hmm. from the job stack, the woman will say, no, I don't think I can do this job. You know? So I can so relate to what you just said. Um, so Lisa, for women who want your help, someone has listened to this podcast, they want your help, and they want to move forward. How can they reach out to you?
2: Yeah. So I am most active on Instagram. My handle is Leap with Lisa, and yeah, you can just connect with me on Instagram. Reach out. Uh, I always love to chat in the DMs. You can always say, hey, I, I heard you on the podcast, like with you know, whatever your takeaway was, I would love to 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 know what your takeaway is. Um, yeah, and that's the best way to 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 connect with
0: me. Fantastic. It has been my honor and privilege speaking to you, Lisa. You have such wealth of wisdom and knowledge. And what I absolutely love is your passion for this work. Um, so before I let you go, do you have any last words? I mean,
2: I think, well, I actually really love what you said earlier, which is, you know, as, whether it's because of your accent, you were looking for somebody who has, uh, you know, and, even more of an accent, like you, when you were successful, or as a as a black woman, you you know look for those really successful black women, so that you feel it's possible. And so we know, and especially like being a psychologist, we know representation matters so freaking much. Yes. And I would say to the woman listening, like because sometimes we have a hard time being quote-unquote selfish which there's nothing wrong with being selfish and wanting things for yourself but sometimes for women it's easier to do something for somebody else so if it's not for you that you say okay I have to tackle this imposter those imposter thoughts and I have to take up space if it's not for you think about the woman the women coming after you the women who need, who are growing up now who need other women to look up to right like you said looking up to oprah imagine if oprah would have said you know i'm not good enough i can't do this (laughs) you know like we need role models and the more we have and especially role models being themselves and not you know like we need a shift in in our society (laughs) and so if you're listening to it and think about the next generation too, being like, you know, I need to do this because there's this girl who is just now growing up who 10, 20 years from now needs a role model and I can be that
0: role model. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm just trying to compose myself because those words you said doing this for those coming behind us. And I think that's absolutely key because as you were talking, I was just thinking of those coming behind me. I grew up in abject poverty back in Africa. I actually just posted on Facebook about this today um, of how my 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 background was so disadvantaged, right? Mm-hmm. So now hearing you say this, I'm thinking, I'm doing this for the girl back in Africa, right? Because I used to travel miles and miles just to fetch water for my family. Thank you so much. It's
2: my pleasure. Thank you so, so, so much for having me.
0: It's been an honor and a privilege having you on the podcast, Lisa. I know that I'm going to have you back again in the future because you have so much wisdom to give us. Thank you so much for being on the podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. If this episode encouraged, inspired, or taught you something new, please do me a huge favor by leaving me a review. Just head on over to Apple Podcasts, find the show, go to the main page of the show, scroll all the way down to the bottom and you'll see a section where you can write me a review. And lastly, come on over to my Facebook group where you get support as you build wealth. This is an exclusive group of high achieving and ambitious women actively working on getting rich. Find the link to the group in the show notes. I hope to see you back here soon. God bless you.